okay, here's what it is. His face is this sound. <laughs> his, his face is like, his face is... It's what? It's like a swooshy sound. His it's, face is a swoosh. It's, um... It's, I guess it's, it is a little like, sharp in the center. Okay, it's like a little you, aerodynamic. No, it's like, I'm doing the face where you suck in your cheeks and like not to say that he's that he has that jawline, but it's that's the energy. The energy right. is sucked in. The okay. energy is like, yeah, whereas a booba is more Welcome back. This is Dewey Dudes, episode 108. Today we have with us writer Kara Schachter filling in for Emilio while, while he's red-eyeing his way across the country on his tour with Alex Lustig. I think I'm saying that name right. Uh, Lustig? Lustig. Okay. Lustig, right? Lustig. You don't know. I don't know. But- he knows. I should know. I'm a very bad uh, co-host for not knowing the name of the the headliner. But look, um, I'm trying my best here. But if anyone lives in Chicago or is everyone in New York, there are still two dates left on Emilio's tour if you want to come see him. I think it's March 31st at Sleepy Village in Chicago and then April 1st. At elsewhere, so I think there's still tickets left, but if not, there will be another event. But anyway, uh, we have Kara with us. Thank you so much for being here. You know, this this is you're the first person to be on here for the third time. Oh my god! Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like, oh fuck, I have to, I have to podcast. I have to. Third Are you time nervous? Podcaster. Are you nervous? Should we also mention that I'm. Um, Okay, I realize I've actually been a meme source three times, not twice. Right. Because the first time was AOC. Oh, God. When I sent you a screen, this is like way back. I sent you a screenshot. AOC was doing a live and like some guy asked her to drop the routine. Right. Um, I miss I miss that girl. She's still, she's still doing it. <laughs> I think. I have no idea what she's up to, but that's just like such a... I don't know, 2020 was so long ago. And I feel like the culture is just totally shifted from that moment. We're not hopping on lives anymore. We're not. Oh yeah, exactly. We're not hopping on lives. We're not, we're not obsessed with AOC. Uh, But uh, damn, that was that. I think that's how we, we got to know each other. I think. Bonding over AOC lives. Maybe that, maybe that. Um, But if, Anyone new tuning in doesn't know Kara. Kara is Kara's a writer with her own fashion column for Spike magazine called Worn Out. Uh, but she, you're, you've kind of carved uh, carved out a little space in in writing about hospitality and spas lately for for like the New York Times, for Vogue, or falling around Evan Mock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote about one spa for Vogue, and now I'm 
in in conversation with a lot of PR girls via email about different uh, hospitality opportunities. But and then I write for the style section for the New York Times sometimes. And I'm working on a short story for No Agency's newsletter upcoming about the Adderall shortage, which is fun. And that's reminding me how much I actually prefer writing fiction, but that's, that's a harder pursuit. How do you, I mean, do you want to talk about the Adderall shortage? Is it, how is it affecting you? The Adderall shortage is a fucking nightmare. And I don't understand why it's happening or who's controlling it. Yeah. What? But it's real. It's not like, it's not like everyone who's just addicted to crank is just like slowly, slowly they no longer can get their, um, their, their fix anymore. You know what I mean? Or it's like, Wait, they gotta, what, what's crank? Like meth, you know, like. <laughs> okay. No, I think, <laughs> I think what happened if we want to like seriously okay. talk about the Adderall shortage is that over pandemic, more people got access to Adderall because it was easier to get prescriptions and because of like virtual. Sure. So now there's just too much demand. And, but, but I don't know, you can still get Vyvanse apparently. So now I'm going to try and switch to Vyvanse, which I've never tried, but yeah, it's like you call the pharmacies. First of all, pharmacists are very, um, cunty and like, (laughs) They just, they'll laugh if you ask if they have any Adderall at this point in New York. I went all the way up to Morningside Heights to a pharmacist who had some, you had to pay out of pocket. It was very confusing. You can find it if you're willing to pay. Certain pharmacies have them, which is confusing. I'm not really sure what that means. But um, yeah, switching between. So then the thing is that you can't get whatever you're used to getting. Like if you're used to getting extended release Adderall, you might have to try like Dexedrine. And for some reason, speaking of skin, I think the switching between different stimulants really messes up your skin because this is not science. This is based on Reddit research, but it's like the oil production is different on stimulants. And like, I don't know, it's been messing up my skin, but. Well, let's get into it. Let's let's hear about your skin recently. Uh, I have no personal updates other than I just got this this great PR package from Stradia. I finally I'm finally working in the the rewind serum. So, but other than that, nothing new. I'm more focused on some of these spa experiences you've had recently. Wait, what's the rewind serum? By Stradia? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm really showing my ass. I haven't actually used it yet. <laughs> <laughs> But Emilio, Emilio's used it. He swears by it. And if I, if I could go back and listen to the episode where he explains in full detail the benefits of it, I maybe he could insert that in right here if he's listening. Okay. I, yeah, we will be sending this to him for editing. Well, I have a few products that I've incorporated since my last routine, but I also went to Aura, which is this luxury acupuncture place in New York. They have two locations, one in NoHo and one in the Upper East Side, maybe the Upper West Side, I think the Upper East Side. And then they also will do house calls in the Hamptons. 
but they had me, they hosted me for, um, to celebrate their new acupressure massage, which is a blend of Chinese medicine techniques and acupuncture, not acupuncture, acupressure and Swedish massage. And it was amazing. For one, you walked into the room Mm -hmm. and the first thing she did was ask if I needed to charge my phone. And then she proceeded to put it in this little pot where it also gets sterilized. So when you That's leave, incredible. It was, That's, it was like the detail that they thought of. You leave, everything feels new. Even your phone feels like... I mean, it's an extension of your body at this point. So it should be a part of the... Uh, the the experience it was it was a full experience i tried to take pictures that could potentially be used if need be but they were all really um like slutty kind of accidentally because you're basically naked and the room is beautiful and there's Mm -hmm. like leather straps i tried to take pictures in the mirror but wait what's up with the leather straps it was like the design. There, there was this <laughs> mirror suspended by leather. I'm doing such a bad job painting picture. There was, there were straps involved um, <laughs> to, to suspend this mirror, what? which is hooked oh, up just, to exposed right, okay. pipe. If you're listening, or ignore this part. It was, it was just a really amazing massage, and she taught me about these different pressure points in your body on different meridians everything's kind of connected it's like your body has all these magic buttons if you press on the bottom of your foot it activates some other part of your body and there's like you're just like flinching the whole time no no okay it's not like it's not like when you go to the doctor's office and he and he fucking knocks your knee with with whatever tool to make make it re- like to have a reflex. No, no, it's not like that. But they did give me these ear seeds, which is, I'm not, am I still wearing one? No, it's this new, people are wearing them because it just looks like earrings, but it's this acupressure technique where you can put in these little stick on earrings that you then like push throughout the day to activate these different trigger points in your ear specifically. And Like this one is for depression. Like you can push in a different spot for sexual health. What? You can push in another spot to control your hunger. I'm not buying this. There's another spot. I was looking at all of these different charts online. It's really confusing what the different spots mean. One of them just said external genitalia. Okay. I don't know what it does. I don't know what that would mean that when you press it. Anyway, whatever. It was very cool. So they hosted me for this acupressure massage and then they had me, then they Ubered me to the Smith Tribeca for a night of um, a meditative experience. And they had all these products waiting for me there that uh, some of them are sold exclusively, I think, at Aura, but they were really amazing. There was this bomb that I took a picture of because I have really sensitive skin and I put this on and I swear to God, my face was like, um, immediately responding. Wait, what was it? It was called, Oh, I thought you said bong. (laughs) Bomb, bomb. Oh, bomb, a bomb. Bomb. Ugh, I didn't take, okay, wait, I'm going to look it up. Um, but yes, aura, if you're in New York, I highly recommend. They also do an acupuncture facial. 
Do you get massages often? Because that was one. No, I don't get massages. It's such an <laughs> I probably need one experience to have someone else like handle and take care of your body in a non-sexual way. And I was kind of thinking about the nuances of how of how they're touching you and like what makes it feel completely unsexualized because it it doesn't feel sexual. No, obviously, right? That would be weird if it did. But there's like an authority, I guess, maybe with which. They, I, I don't right. know. It's, it's well, I, I, yeah, I, I think I specifically don't like massages. Well, I think I enjoy them. Like, all right, so my, my straight, my, my, <laughs> my, uh, my trainer. Um, <laughs> Did you say my straight trainer? <laughs> I was gonna say straighter, <laughs> but then I realized too because my trainer is also gay. So it's like there was like no, I was really maybe that was Freudian. I don't know why, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> When he, when, he, when he stretches me out, um, one, I'm, I'm not very limber and I, <laughs> I, I do, it's really, it's really hard for me to like let go, you know what I mean? And kind of like submit to it. Okay. But I do it. What part, what part of his body is like, he stretching? He's my legs, your my legs, my legs. Why is he stretching your legs? This is reminding me yeah. of, of uh, this thing that happened in elementary school. I remember so clearly. Well, it's like post-workout. It's not like, it's like, all right, we just like did a whole entire routine of just nothing but like deadlifts and squats. And, you know, I'm not going to go home and do it myself. You know, it's a part of the, it's part of the experience I pay for. I actually don't. So I would encourage you to check in with your friends and ask if that is a normal part of the experience because I... I've never heard of so trainers so stretching you out. Like you think fucking LeBron like stretches on his own. All I'm saying is that in elementary school, yeah. I remember being in the sixth grade, and she was like, "Isn't it so weird when your uh, doctor pokes your boobs?" And I was like, "That's really weird. No, that's never happened to me." And then I remember thinking back on it years later, and I was like. Oh no, no one told her that's not a normal thing oh, God. for doctors to do. I don't know if that's what's happening with your training. No, also like a, like a I'm an adult, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's nothing there's nothing sexual about it, you know. Okay. Maybe. No, there isn't no. But what I'm saying is like, all right, going back to me and massages, like yeah. I just generally when it comes to like being either stretched out or fucking massaged, I just I I don't I like to, I like to be in control of that, you know. Yeah. But I don't know where that comes from. You could even start to dip your toe in it by just getting like a ten minute massage at any manicure spot. Sure. They have those little tables. They really do feel good, and then you could slowly, slowly work my way up. I mean, I got it for the podcast. You know, I gotta, I gotta do the thing that I'm I'm afraid to do. It does. Is- does give you a glow facially which is weird i wonder what the science is maybe it's like a circulation thing sure when you leave a massage like like a post nut glow is that what you're talking about yes your face (laughs) looks great it's so cool that's okay well speaking of face all right what what new skincare products are you using yes that was that was the full body treatment so that was the full body although they did have a lot of facial stuff like all these um like this biocellulose medical grade sheet mask and the bioadaptive cleansers it's so weird because i like wrote it all down and now it's not here but okay aside from that stuff 
I also have been into a few other products. This one was recommended to me on TikTok and it's actually a butt cream for babies called Pseudo Cream, S-U-D-O-C-R-E-M. And it's like $11 maybe. And it's an antiseptic healing cream. It's like really thick and white. And what I use it for is when I pick at my face, I put it on the spot that I've picked at and the next morning the spot is either completely healed or at the very least it keeps me from continuing to pick at the spot because I can't see it anymore so that's also there's something probably about like the texture it's like knowing that the texture is like off you're like I have to pick at this more you know what I mean but if you have healed skin you're just like that's not a spot it's gone it's not a spot I also think once I start picking at something and it gets like really inflamed and angry that's when I'm more likely to continue to pick at it because now I'm just like really anxious about how horrible it looks. Yeah, you're at war with it, yeah. So if you can put some kind of thick white paste on top of it, I think the paste is cute and I'm into like going out with this paste on my face. It's this really, maybe this is like the star face effect of it all, Mm -hmm. but you would much rather have a sticker on your face than have a visible blemish. Like having, and everyone knows that you have that sticker on your face because you have something underneath it i mean maybe it's obvious but it's so much nicer to have to have a sticker or something and it's kind of like cute and human and like oh she has something fucked up happening and (laughs) she's embarrassed about it so that's a good product and then i also really like this active skin repair which is a um it has hypochlorous acid which people have been talking about I've also been keeping the coffee grinds from my French press and putting them in a jar in my shower and using it as a body exfoliant. This was the original hot girl Instagram influencer product like years ago. I don't know if you knew Frank Body Scrub. Uh-uh. It was like just coffee grinds. And all, right. all these girls were getting, um, were posting about it on Instagram like back in early 2010s anyway it's a really good like natural exfoliant if you just keep coffee in your shower and i don't know there's a few other things but those are the main ones i think oh i really like fur oil for when i get if you're getting waxed in the summer um and one of the best hairstylists in new york has this hair product called hair party uh, which is like shea butter. It smells amazing. I think those are the main new things. Oh, one more thing that I've been doing that's been huge is water. Like spraying your face with water oh, yeah. before you put products in. Yeah, that's a given. You gotta. But Poland Spring, I use like Poland Spring. Um, wait, what's it called when it distilled uh-huh. water? And I put it in a little sprayer. Yeah. And I keep that on my shelf so i put that on before i do like anything yeah, no, that's a that's a pro move right there yeah i use the evian spray but is that why you have it out that's why i have it out also you know we there there are cathedrals all around us if for those <laughs> willing to to see them or what did you say what did jordan peterson oh my say god yeah i sent it to you i something like that but okay what do you think he meant what was that about i think my man's like i think 
he triggered himself into some kind of psychosis <laughs> with like all the benzos and then getting clean. Also just kind of being like held under lockdown in some Russian facilities for a while. And I think he's, he might be like borderline schizophrenic. Okay. Maybe that isn't accurate or, uh, or, or maybe respectful to say, which is fine. I don't know. But yeah, I think, I think he's just seeing different. I think he's seeing like a sage would, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like a prophet from a long time ago, even though, you know, I don't, I don't agree with Jordan Peterson on, on most of everything, but I will say he, he's definitely got that. He's got that third eye open. Should we, in case you aren't familiar with what we're addressing, it's um, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson did tweet on March 9th, 2023, a photo of an Ebion bottle that um, it appears to be taken in a car. And he simply wrote, there are cathedrals everywhere for those with the eyes to see. With the eyes to see. With, with the eyes to see. Okay, so... It's poetic. But now that we're reading it, yeah. the emphasis in my mind really falls on for those with the eyes to see. This yeah. seems a little bit ableist um, <laughs> towards yeah. uh, vision, the vision impaired. Well, I think it's a, more of an abstract. Right. Kind like of, you could have a third eye. Well, yeah. The, the chosen people with those eyes. And I think he's, he's calling himself out saying, hey, I've been chosen with this, this gift but I think I think he was just kind of taken back by the fact that the Evian bottle itself kind of looks like, kind of looks like I understand what he's saying. <laughs> it kind of looks like a cathedral, and then the light shining through it, and and the rainbow effect, mm -hmm. just all of that together. Like I I see it. It's there's there's this kind of like childlike whimsy about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's an incredible thing to say about anything. Yeah, I. I do, I have had feelings about Ebion's aesthetic in particular. It strikes me as the Barbie water bottle. Like if you had to pick a water bottle brand for like Barbie to carry, I think it sure. would be Ebion. There's just something so yeah. like doll-like about the Ebion design. Well, I wanted to talk to you about this. Like, all right, because you sent me that that screenshot of your Pinterest board yeah. of of celebrity men holding water bottles like what yeah just 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 candid shots pop paparazzi shots of them holding not reusable water bottles <laughs> no plastic plastic throwaway water bottles on the go and i just want to know what yeah. what draws you to that okay so there's a few things behind this the first is it started with that video i sent you of there's this guy on youtube who does reviews for different things in his car um, and there was one in particular that I loved where he was reviewing a microwavable meal for, uh, Saffron Road, I believe <laughs> it was very emotional. There were some issues. He, his microwave was too powerful and the black beans specifically. Yeah. He nuked them. Yeah. But it was really <laughs> devastating. He was not happy about and that. No. And it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But anyway, but, but we should, we'll lead to the video. We'll we'll include it in the slideshow so people can understand. I love this man. Yeah. You, I, yeah. You have to watch some of his other stuff. There's this one in particular where his friend is just kind of silently sitting. But anyway, at the beginning of this particular chicken enchilada frozen meal review, he takes a swig of water from 
is it a five liter bottle of Evian? It's huge. It's so big. <laughs> I didn't notice that part. Oh my God, it's massive. It's the same size at that Prince Harry is holding in this photo that I then found and, and which was the impetus to start with Pinterest board. But when this man took a swig from this five liter bottle of Evian, it really cemented something that I had sort of known about, which is how attractive it is to hold a big water bottle and yeah. there's just like it makes your hand look so petite and suddenly you're so small and the water is so big and <laughs> there's okay all right <laughs> there's also something about I've always had this thing with like holding objects that okay essence recently styled a shoot um and at one point one of the models is like holding a skur Icelandic yogurt in the, it's like he's wearing like a JW Anderson fit. And like, for some reason they styled it with this yogurt. And I was like, oh my God, that is genius. Like, yes, holding some kind of food related object. There's something about it that is inherently attractive and just adds this kind of element of maybe it's, casual or like cool i don't know oh like you're like you're a a person yeah like you're you're (laughs) i think i understand what you're saying because it's it would be different it's like the same way when someone's like smoking a cigarette Mm -hmm. you know it's better because it's like well you're it's healthy for you you need it right yeah it seems like you're 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 not engaging with your death drive you're actually trying to hold on to dear life it's like It's something beyond, it's something that transcends being effortless because it's like, there's an effortlessness to it, but, but it's even like, it's like, no, you, you are, you are efforting, but your effort is towards survival, which is even more effortless. I think also too, with the water too, it's, it's, there's something (laughs) cleansing about it. You know, there's something pure. Whereas it's like, I don't know. I guess in the right context, cool. Yeah, it is cool to see people like being very casual and having a good time with like, you know, a beer in their hand. Like say if you saw like some like 90 shot of like a celebrity with like, you know, just just a butt heavy or something. And then like some guys would just be like, yo, he's me for real. Right. <laughs> but like <laughs> I something also, about the water. It's the water. It's, there, it's the, <laughs> I also just might, might be broken mentally because I is I felt the same way. Like whenever I would see a boy in class in high school sharpening a pencil and like holding the pencil sharpener, there's something about holding an object that is very utilitarian. Do you have it's a like, thing with hands? Is it like is it something no, about hands? It's something about the symbolism <laughs> of like, uh, it's like no, they they have to do this, like, <laughs> or like, oh my God, I have this vivid memory of a, of a man applying lip balm, like in the middle of the sidewalk, he like stopped, took out his little lip balm and yeah. like applied it or like watching my friend's roommate's brother cut up tofu one time. There's something about like the interaction between the man and the object that falls into whatever this category is. And with water bottles, I think it's a really nice, easy go-to as an accessory that you can just kind of like hold. And um, maybe it's about some kind of juxtaposition of the disposable plastic bottle and the 
and the polished man. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But then more recently, there's this image of Gwyneth Paltrow with um, glass. Is it the same? Is it? Is I this think, from her trial? Yeah, I think it's Mountain Valley. Is this is this where you're pulling this image from? She's yeah. she's sipping on a Mountain Valley. She's holding this giant, thick, thick green glass bottle of Mountain Valley spring water, and she looks amazing. And the the bottle really gives it this like utilitarian sheen. I I just don't know how else to say it. So I would encourage everyone really to get a bottle. Burberry recently had those um, furry hot water bottles uh-huh. on the runway. I didn't see those. Okay. I'm going to have to look those up. I didn't see that. Up. Pull it up for me. Here's one see. that like matches her outfit. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't do a hot water bottle. No, I'm no, just no. Saying. That looks like, looks like someone, you know, you're on the go and you got cramps, right? Like, <laughs> there, there are men with them too but I mean I guess a, a I mean, man can get a cramp absolutely oh here's the skirt yogurt oh yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. vessel culture vessel vessel culture and all right liquid food all right what else what else do we have on the docket what else is on our on our list to to, to get through oh booba and Kiki Oh, Booba and Kiki. So is this like new? Is this, is that video new? How old is that video? So that video is new. The one I sent you right, said this. Okay. But that's the thing that's like re, that's the thing starting this conversation about things being Booba and Kiki. Mm-hmm. And people are mostly just applying it to, to men. She was reigniting the conversation. So the Booba and Kiki effect is an old linguistic theory, I believe, which is just this idea that if you draw an image of a squiggly blob and draw an image of a sharp triangle type of blasty thing. And you ask people which one is called Booba and which one is called Kiki. Universally, everyone is going to agree that the sharp spiky one is Kiki and the blob squiggle is Booba. And that's just kind of like, duh. Um, But so this is this girl, Talia, I think is her name on TikTok was like, I apply this to men and she pulled up a bunch of different celebrities and she was like, my type is Booba. And she showed different various men. I think like Timothy Chalamet maybe was like a Timothy example Chalamet, of a Kiki. Austin Butler was Kiki. So yeah, I have a few thoughts about this. Who are some examples of Booba? Because then she did say, yeah, a lot of people would say that um, it was just Jewish looking men that were Booba. And then she pulls up an image of, of John, John Hamm, Hamm and then Michael B. Jordan. And I think she, like, even though, they're, you know, even like Michael B. Jordan is chiseled to a degree, he has a round, he's a little, he's a little round in the face, right? But, yeah. And then, so I was talking about this with some friends and they were saying that they think that the, that it's just um like fatter people are booba or boob- and skinnier well, yeah. people are kiki. Sure. But then there's Jennifer Lawrence. There's the Jennifer Lawrence of it all. She's a booba. She's a booba? Yeah, she's a booba. She's a booba, she, but she's a I've, thin woman. Right, I got to say, first I have to say this. First time when I show this video, you know, like, I was like, all right, what is this Teletubby ass word? Like, <laughs> what? This is for babies. <laughs> I, the, she she was, the way she was enunciating it, like she was having a little bit too, little bit, too much fun with it. And, uh, but there is no way around sounding like, sounding like a baby when you, when you talk about this. So anyone listening, forgive us. But, uh, I also had, also had the thought too, that 
all the guys who were Kiki were just young. Mm. I thought, okay, do you know Ben Lerner? Like, do you know what he looks yeah, like? Yeah, I know what Ben Lerner looks like. Shout out his Kansas, Kansas excellence. He is? From Kansas, yeah, he's from Topeka. Okay, so Top he's city. a really interesting booba and Kiki question because his features are very Kiki, like those eyebrows. Yeah. And everything is sort of like pulled to the center. But then the general shape of his face is yeah, very booba. He's just middle-aged. <laughs> like that's the thing it's like all right i bet at one point fucking leonardo dicaprio was kiki and now he's booba no he's still kiki leonardo dicaprio is not kiki dude like his hair is kiki no his hair is not kiki <laughs> I, that he looks like some just, like he looks like a slavic man like look up a recent yeah look up look up leonardo dicaprio but uh do you have a preference? All right. Do you prefer Kiki men or Booba men? Uh, I think Booba. Like Booba. But most people like I. For I, me, it is for me it is a Jewish thing. Okay, I'm looking <laughs> at Leonardo, and uh, no, I stand by him being Kiki. Why? Okay, here's what it is. His face is this sound. <laughs> his his face is like his face is. It's what? It's like a swooshy sound. His it's, face is a swoosh. It's um. It's, I guess it's, it is a little sharp like, in the center. Okay, it's like a little you, aerodynamic. No, it's like I'm doing the face where you suck in your cheeks and like not to say that he's that he has that jawline, but it's that's the energy. The energy right. is sucked in. The okay. energy is like, yeah, whereas a booba is more still. A kiki has the energy has a movement. So do you keep with it, though? So are you like, all right, are you forever booba? I think so, you because think it's are. an energetic for me. Okay, it's an energetic. Okay. It's about it's about your soul. I think I think I think I cycle between Kiki and Booba. For who you are or for what you're attracted well, for to. What for what I'm attracted to. I think I think I'm definitely Booba. Is what you're attracted to. I don't to. know. My Kiki well, wait, wait. First of all, my Booba or Kiki? You physically yeah. are you Tell, just tell me, yeah. I think you're Booba. I think I'm Booba. I think I'm Booba too. Yeah. But like Booba I, with Kiki elements. Sure. Well, I think yeah, I think there's a middle ground. I think people can I think you could be two things. Yeah. But I guess if we're going to go to the extremes, yeah, I don't think I'm forever booba or forever kiki. I think generally you're quite booba. Well, no, I was saying what I'm attracted to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm kind of booba. (laughs) I'm booba with it. But, uh, but this kind of makes me like, all right, you brought, you asked me something earlier. I know we're trying to get through our list of things about you were listening to that, uh, masculinity, podcast or that guy who wrote a book about masculinity and he had just the most wild theory oh right that i just can't seem to get like just it's just so, still stuck in the back of my head um okay because so i was thinking about all right booba and kiki why am i attracted to these boobas and these kikis like what's who who was the original booba or kiki to, to should we share the theory? Share, yeah, share the theory because theory, okay, so, it is wild. And I'll, yeah, I'll tell you what I think about it. I was listening to Matthew Hussey, who I got to interview actually for a New York Times piece I did on dating coaches. And it was such a dream to interview him. If you don't know, he dated, oh my God, how do you pronounce her name? Camilla Cabello. Uh, I, I have no idea. I, I don't even think I've even seen her last name spelled out. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's. Cab- Cabello. Is it Cabello? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, I don't know, actually know her last name. 
anyway, uh, regardless of his dating life, he's just this like dating coach icon man. Yeah. And he has a podcast called The Love Life with Matthew Hussey. And he recently had on an actor from Jane the Virgin who has been doing, I'm trying to find it, the exact note, but he has been unlocking the truth about modern masculinity and is on a crusade to help men relate to their modern masculinity and help them heal <laughs> from their modern masculinity. To heal from, from, heal from what? Like, I don't know. Like, so like I get, I understand the intent, but like, I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering just to generally heal from being just like, <laughs> like just mad or just like, they were saying avoided or something. I don't know. They were saying on this podcast that, um, and I can't speak to this, but you would know that men are really mean to each other and, and have been since like, yeah, kindergarten. That's, why, that's why I don't deal with them. Yeah. He talks about going to school with a new haircut and this like kid in his class just, just made some kind of comment in front of everyone about the haircut. And like, I don't think girls would do that. They do it in a more, they'll do it in a more subtle way. Yeah. yeah they'll do it in a more like, like that'll be the subtext of their comment, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, no men. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's competitive. It's all making others feel small in front of other, other, uh, your peers in order to seem big. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so he was on talking about a theory that you men chase the first girl or some version of the first girl featured in the first porn that they ever watched and that they're forever sort of chasing that woman. But that seems so anecdotal to that guy's experience that like <laughs> I it, it it's it's baffling. It's baffling like I when you first started like explain like saying what you just said to me, I thought it was going to end they're chasing the first girl that like either broke their heart right. or they were into, you know. Yeah. But no, my man was just like I'm trying to find that. I'm trying to find that adult actor. Also, how can you remember? Like, do you remember? Dude, I can't tell you what she looks like. I can tell you about the first time I like so, I saw porn. Okay, yeah. What, what was? But that? I think it's maybe he means like porn that like uh, you like that really define porn. Porn, like I don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. What are we? How are we defining porn in this? But I could tell, I'll tell you, this is kind of the craziest, because it's it's a really early memory for me. And like, I hope I would love to it'd be hear. funny if my sister's listening, because she probably doesn't want to hear about this. Because I was really young. I was like, like nine or nine or 10, maybe, I don't, maybe even eight. I have no idea. It's a blur. Okay. But the first time I, stum I stumbled across porn. So I used, all right, this is, this is me telling on myself, but I was young. And I think the, the internet was like a very, very, it was like the wild west. Right. And it still is to a degree now with all these like private servers or whatever. But like back then, uh, like there were deep fakes to begin with. Like it's a, a deep fake porn is like evil. But back then there was this website called Newgrounds. And I don't know if anyone's familiar with it. Maybe it still exists, but they would have the most butchered <laughs> like Photoshop jobs of just like celebrities at the time. Like, and they would have games where you would undress them, which is really, really disgusting. But they were like awful, awful, awful. And, you know, when you're on these kind of like these, these, these 
bottom of the barrel websites, like you get all these pop-ups and things just start, you just start stumbling across the things you didn't mean to stumble across. So I don't really remember these games all that well, other than describing that that was like like a thing, like on like a very popular website, mind you. It wasn't like some weird, like, Russian AI thing that people like look at now. <laughs> I don't, that's probably even more uncanny and gross because you definitely, you can't, don't even apply like public figures to it. Right. Cause then, then you like, you know, it's fake. Like, you know, these are a fake. Maybe as a kid, you didn't know they were fake, but now it's just, it's, it's, it's the whole entire deep fake porn discourse thing is really, it's, it's wild to me. But anyway, getting to my story about the first, <laughs> first time I, saw what I can only describe as porn was <laughs> an ad for, I think maybe a video or a website and it was a party okay. and all these people are in the backyard of probably some college, college home or college house or whatever. I don't even know if it was a frat house, but it was a backyard. I remember this fence and it was these two guys lifting this girl upside down on her head and they were... <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if I want to say it, but they were like, I, she, she was she was enjoying it. She was engaging with it, but putting a broomstick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, wait, do I really want to say all this? But but that, I was like eight or I was like nine years old and I was watching two guys fuck a girl with a broomstick. But I wasn't jacking off to it. Okay, so more but, importantly, yeah. what did she look like and does she reflect? I can't remember that. I can't remember that. But, Damn. Um, it, it's one of those things <laughs> where I started this story thinking like, oh, this is a silly, fun story <laughs> that really I'm going to tell dark. everybody about. <laughs> it sounds li- kind of dark. It wasn't. It was really great. I, like, I felt really sick at the time when I saw it. I was right. like, this is wrong. This is bad. <laughs> Even though I could understand like the facial expressions or like really maybe she wasn't enjoying it. I don't know. This was, this was back in like whenever... I don't know, 2002, one, two, three. I don't know. I have no idea when this came out, but, um, was this like your family computer? <laughs> yeah. It was like a, it was like my dad's fucking work laptop or something or his computer. I have no idea, but maybe it was kind of, maybe, maybe I'm making it up. Maybe it's from those false memories, but it seems pretty seared into my brain. So your first yeah. exposure to porn was on a computer, not on a TV. No. Cause I swear there were. Like I mean, Kate channels. Winslet's boobs in in right in uh, Titanic, and then maybe going home like with a to over over to a friend's place and like pulling out like his older brother's like collection of like magazines or something. I remember that, but yeah, it was on the computer. Interesting. But I thought you were gonna say because this makes more sense in my brain. It's yeah. like the first girl that like dumps you. Like maybe that's what you're chasing for the rest of your life, which I don't think that's entirely true. But I think you kind of oscillate. You try. You try on a, like a lot of types. I think. Yeah. Or if you're lucky enough, I guess. Or maybe you're not lucky enough. Maybe 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 it's better to just date the the first person that you hit it off with. <laughs> right. Something to be said about mastering mastering something a craft if you continue to practice the same I, I yeah know. but then if you're practicing too much that so you feel like you're kind of like all you do is all you're doing is practicing and you're not mm. no no maybe i don't even know where i was going with that something about something about types and trying i don't know i don't know if i really believe in uh in types and booba and kiki 
No, I definitely. You believe definitely in believe in, Kiki, in Kiki and Booba to the grave. All right, but I guess that's like that's a physical appearance. Yeah, I'm, I well actually like trait right like not like a. When I was in elementary school, we divided. My friend and I had this code where everyone was either a Nikki or a an Ashley, a Nikki or an Ashley, which I think is kind of similar to Booba and Kiki. Now that I think about it, it's it's a spectrum. The Booba and Kiki spectrum. Moving on to uh, another topic on our list. Folks, I feel I, you know, we talked about Zach Efron. It's now time to talk about Liam Payne on this podcast for being for 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 getting the Zach Efron combo and coming out with a new face. Look it up. I'm Have you seen it, it yet? No, no. I'm it's on the it's in the the notes I sent you. Oh, okay. If you like scroll to it. Wait, is it th- is it this? Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, that's 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 him. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know what he used to look like? Well, now I'm like completely forgetting. Looking at let me. He looks like a different actor though now with his new face. He was never an actor. Or no, but he looks like. Oh, he an looks actor. like like a new celebrity. He's reminding me of an actor. That's okay. Yeah, here's what he used to look like. Yeah. I mean, it's objectively bad. And okay, he is someone though who has kind of What's a he, confusing face to begin with. Where he was definitely was he booba before? Or is he now? <laughs> He's the type of guy where if you look at him and then you close your eyes, you actually can't really conjure his face in your mind. It's very forgettable. Or, yeah, or it's just. Um, like computer generated already like his, his his original face was already computer generated is that what you're saying and yeah. so but now it's not now now I'm, i want to remember that look for a long time what what's the discourse around it well yeah it's one of those things where he's stepping out for the first time with it and i'm i'm sure i'm sure he's probably regretting it maybe he's not though maybe maybe he was already very kind of like facially dysmorphic to begin with and this is actually curing him of of that or making him feel better whatever but <sighs> imagine feeling good about this the whatever filler you got done I, like what's going on there i don't even know how it goes okay, like, how does so that i feel bad for saying that it's bad i actually don't think you don't think it's that bad well i just feel bad for saying that it's bad i know i start i kind of feel bad talking about it too because i'm just like damn i don't want to be just like ripping this I actually don't think it's that bad. <laughs> you don't think it's that bad? I just don't understand why these young guys like go out and do this. Like I like I, I understand to like a certain degree, you know, guys maybe like hitting 40 and wanting to like tinker with maybe just like small adjustments if they if they're in the entertainment industry, but like or if like you're a public figure like sh- you know, shout out Joe Brandon for getting a facelift to make him 10 years younger every time every 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 month but yeah just all these like young dudes they're just like who go to the extremes it's like it's just like you just don't need to do that i just don't know why like yeah I mean, maybe he didn't know it was gonna be like botched like that because it, it's just a filler thing right it's just like or did it? you get like a like a whole entire i don't know enough about like procedures that would i i couldn't diagnose what's happened to him i i mean 
Listen, it's just different than it used <laughs> to be. It's uh, it's a new chapter. For I'm him. gonna okay. What I'm doing right now is I'm taking a body neutral stance, and sure, all we can but, do with body neutrality is sort of like make observations without judgment. So I would say it's definitely boxier than it used to be. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, this this is this is kind of you. It's it it reminds me a bit of a dreidel. If you're familiar with the shape of a dreidel. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks like maybe a dreidel's hiding in his mouth somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very, I'm impressed by the angularity and that's something people want and consider desirable. <laughs> it's very sharp. I like this neutral language. <laughs> um, I think he has great hair. I think he's doing a cool yeah, thing well, with like the two pieces. Yeah. <laughs> they figured out hair. I feel like the famous have definitely figured out hair. Hair yeah. is hard. Hair is a it is hard. It is hard, but the thing is the the new crop of celebrities they're growing up with incredible technologies so they can they can keep their full head of hair. This is true. Yeah, so he's he's good with that. What's he up to? Do we know? You know, I really don't know what what 1D's up to other than I mean we can start we can some breaking news that hit today about a guy who actually I'm, I I will say I have my I have my my criticisms of him but I do respect his hairline <laughs> Harry Styles Oh yeah I Harry Styles that. you know he and, he and Emrata just fucking I don't know was there imagery? There's imagery. They were in. They were in Tokyo, kissing each other like it was a goddamn chore. Have you seen the video? Did they kiss. No. Is it this one? Let's see. I um accidentally went to a Harry Styles pop up in December. Was I he was, there? No, I was doing some returns at the Real Real. Shout out to Kay at customer service who I spoke to this week about being banned from the real real due to excessive returns. You and Emilio are just getting just like totally banned from all these platforms. Where did he get banned? Grailed. Oh, okay. But not for excessive returns. No. You can't return to Grailed. Uh, But anyway, I was doing my little daily trip to the real real and then walked into this like weird space and I was so confused. I was trying to figure out what this space was. It was... There was some wallpaper situation with little Bambi. Thing. There were there were bowls of mints everywhere. There was face skincare products, and then there were hoodies. There was someone getting a hoodie custom embroidered with um daddy question mark. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, "What is this place?" This girl came over to me with an iPad and um told me that it was the Harry Styles pleasing pop up for his brand that pleasing? he has called pleasing or pleasure. Is it, I know he has like a, um, a nail polish. Yeah. So the, Why? Is that this? So pleasing? she said, if I had an Amex card, I would get a free nail polish. And okay, if I had an Amex card, I could have the opportunity to purchase the picnic blanket. But I didn't have an Amex card and still don't. And she also said between me and her not to come back the next day because the crew neck that says pleasure was going to be dropping and they were expecting <laughs> girls to be lined up uh, overnight for the pleasure drop. But why was I saying this again? Uh, oh, oh, Emrata. He, he and Emrata. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen the video. Well, yeah, it's, it's out there. 
Twitter, you know, a lot of a lot of young women are detonating the vest right now because for whatever reason they think they have ownership over over H Steezy, but they do not. Other other outlets are making noting noting that Emrata is just kind of going down the list of notable celebrities. Which you know, I, you know what I think about that. I think she's just making up for lost time. You know, she's making up for lost time, and I'm sure you know there's something a little a little nice and vindictive about it being so public, considering the fallout of of her relationship. What do you think about her and Harry having the exact same hair color? Oh, I don't think about that. Being together. But if you want if you if you had to twist my arm to think about it yeah. and being together, I don't know if they're actually together. That's just a Right. Okay, but we kiss I'm, a lot of people that we're not together with. Right. In theory though, how do you feel about a couple that has such matching hair color? I think that's Personally, I don't like it. <laughs> like I don't like to have the same hair color as the person yeah, I'm seeing. Perverted. I don't like twinning like that. <laughs> a lot of people are really into it. I I think I, I I subscribe to the yin and yang, right? Um, coupling. Frankly, it's method. unhealthy. It is unhealthy. Uh, so I don't like that. But I don't, who's to say what his her real hair color is? Who's to say what his is? I don't think they actually look alike. Aside from the hair. Aside from the hair, no, I think they're very. Uh, well, actually, now that the hair, now you talk about the hair, maybe they. I don't like it. I don't know. I if you if you had to ask my opinion problem. about the relationship, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just stuck on the hair. I don't know how I feel about their relationship in general, but um, the thing with the hair is that when they are then sort of connected via mouth, they form like one body with the same with the same hair color. So it's just like one mess. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really see what's going on. They're Where shrouded in secrecy. End. Yeah. Their hair is just, yeah, well. <laughs> Should we go to the next? Should we go to, yeah, all right, another another piece that we need to talk, well, well that we want to talk about that came out last week from the New York Times. Uh, we talk about a lot about short men on this podcast. But you know what? We've been we've been neglecting all all those tall ass tall ass those fellas out there who aren't ballers and exist on the uh, the at the other extreme of just being fucking seven foot and uh, how that must be really hard as well. And the New York Times ran something about the difficulties of being tall during March Madness and the torment they feel inside having to always disappoint people by letting them know that they in fact do not play basketball or never did. Um, so I wanted to ask you about tall, tall men. Yeah. Like not just like tall, not like, not like the six foot to six, four, like what, like, so you were saying that you were at the watering hole that should not yeah. be named. Yeah. Um, and a really tall man came a in giant, and you felt bad for him. I did. I I did. Okay. I thought like it, in that moment, it's it's better to be small. <laughs> like it, like like because <laughs> you're. I mean, like not like Hasbulla small. Okay. 
like because that'll attract its own attention right but when you're that tall yeah it is you command the room like i imagine in history you would have been like you would have been a warlord (laughs) at that height you know (laughs) and not that i would feel bad for a warlord but like now you're just that's just you're just tall you know i actually feel like short warlords is is what i pick like with when you say warlord um, and if you said i had to picture the man um it would be a short man but i will say and i mean i've told you this before but in terms of short king's slander like for me it's always been clear that the problem is not it's not about the man's height and that the problem is not the length of the man, but just the relative self-perceived fatness of the woman by comparison, meaning that women don't actually care what size a man is. They just care about feeling small themselves. Feeling small, yeah. So I do think that, I mean, that stands for being tall. Like, it's just sure. going to make you feel smaller, which the bottom line for most women is that that's going to be a positive but I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think that there's well, it is, a- uh, Yeah. Well, I think once you're tall, I don't, so you're not freaked out when you see, and I'm like, I'm sorry for all the tall listen, like the, the seven footers listening. I'm not saying like, I think it's worse to be your height than like <laughs> short. And you just think it might, might be harder for them. I think, I think people don't talk about this enough. I actually do think it is probably hard for them because it is like, it's a huge part of their personality. Right. Even though it's, shouldn't be a part of their personality, but it's something they have to uh, acknowledge. Cause the thing is when someone's a small, a small man, you don't, ex- small, you don't, you don't acknowledge that they're short because right. you assume it's an insecurity. Right. But when you see a very, very tall man, it's all people want to comment on. And I'm sure it gets really exhausting. That's what I meant that it must be hard because mm. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So you like, you have no problem. All right. So I also think would you date, like- would you date a guy who's seven foot? Would you do that? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I would, I think there would be ultimately a lot of like logistical issues. It would be more challenging. I think there's a lot of things going on. Like one is that they don't really have to worry about what's going on with their face as much because you can't see it as easily. Like it's not That's true all the way up there. They can get away with a lot of different things. I think there's just that immediate it's tough shopping for, for them. Yeah. If yeah. You have custom. Oh yeah. I mean, but wouldn't the same go for someone who's unusually small. Uh, no, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like there are no problems getting <laughs> shopping like short, short men. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just don't think there's, there's that. You're actually probably more in luck <laughs> because the thing is proportionally, you have a lot of like guys who are medium larges, maybe extra larges. And that's all to take care of maybe their, their, their bulk and not necessarily their height. Yeah. And so if you're a short King, like, bro, you got, you got you got small, extra small right there. How were the women receiving this man at clandestine? Oh, I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying that closely. Okay. I wasn't paying close attention to that. Um, but because I, I was actually on my way out and I go, I go, holy shit. Like yeah. it was, I just had never seen that, especially in that space. I was like, I just didn't know they, they had these kind of guys out here in New York. Yeah. I thought that was just like a corn fed Midwestern thing. Like just, because you know everyone just feeds you milk out there from the age of <laughs> from infancy all the way until you're mm-hmm. 21 yeah. you're just drinking nothing but milk 
Um, well, should we should we do Dewey Root and the Dewey the Dewey Do's and Don'ts? Yeah, and I have should a Dewey Dude of the Week. I think. Oh, we have a Dude of the Week. Let's hear. Let's who's the Dude of the Week? Okay. Um, so there's my superintendent Walter called me on Valentine's Day just to wish me a happy Valentine's. I just love this man. He has apparently been telling everyone in the building that I'm a private person and I don't know what that means. And um, it seems to have like a negative connotation in his mind. So that's something to consider, but I still... Do you, do you feel like you're a private person? Um, No. Where would he get that from? Like, what'd you do? I don't know. Do you like say something to him me. to like, are you like saddened that he feels like you're private or are you, are you happy that? He... I thought we were really connected. We've had long conversations. Hmm. Um, Maybe he's just like worried about your safety or something. Yeah. Or he's like, he really, he's like, oh, don't bother Cara. She's, she's private. very private. <laughs> I would like that. I would love, I would love my landlord to say that to all my neighbors. Yeah. He's a very private guy. <laughs> private is just so specific and to me it's like an insult it is a private uh i guess you're very private I also i'm like, just like saying that out loud if i were to like, say that to someone like private oh, you're very private i guess if it would depend if it's like if you really wanted to extract things out of someone like i guess if you're i guess it would hurt if actually no i would like being private I think it's because I have a podcast and I'm like, I like the, the idea of privacy because I'm not being as private as I'd probably like to because I'm forced to yeah. share some things. Like I have to share the fact, I have to share my first encounter with porn today. You had to. I didn't have to. You had to. I'm really actually worried that I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> like I want Emilio to like listen back to it and be like. Weigh in if you, if you feel it needs to yeah. be cut. No, I think, I mean. You were just sharing your experience and it's valid. It happened. It happened. And it's so long ago that it might as well not have happened. But I guess I'll just keep chasing that broom girl the rest of my life. <laughs> you should try and find it just to see what she looked like to see if that argument holds water. I mean, I agree that it doesn't. But the other dudes of the week are just all of the Poorless boys with incredible eyebrows on TikTok. There is one in particular that I sent you. I mean, there's many of them, but I just don't know. They all like, you know, none of them are doing skincare and they just have incredibly like filtered skin and they can say anything and um, I'll watch it just to watch their face move. Um, so there's that guy. Those are my. Do you have a dude of the week? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have a dude of the week. I. I'm happy you had one. Okay. Um, I guess if I had to rewind, I guess I would say uh, my man. Actually, no. I'll say this. Dude of the week. Uh, speaking of One Direction, big skincare guy. Mm. Uh, who? Um, the Irish one. You know what I'm talking about? The blonde haired one. Oh. Nile is it? Nile. Yes. Yeah. Somebody Horan? said. Horan? Yeah. Uh. Someone sent me a video of his of him uh, speaking with Vogue about a skincare routine. But that's not why I want to shout him <laughs> out. I want to shout him out for you know I think he's Irish, just just for being Irish. Okay. And because 
out, out of out of all out of all <laughs> thank you <laughs> on behalf of all the irish americans uh i we, i appreciate that no um because he seems like the only one out of those group of that of that of that band who seems like he's actually mentally like okay you know mm, what i mean what's and i you think that? the irishness has to deal has to has, contributes to that what what indicates mental wellness uh, I guess <laughs> not coming out with a new face. Okay. Uh, which I, I want to talk about a little bit more in a second here, like the idea of coming out with something new. Um, I don't know, whatever Harry Styles doing, I don't know if he seems, I'm not even talking about like his personal fashion, like what, you know, the, the whole discourse around Harry Styles as like, um, whatever like an example of the new masculinity or whatever like i don't give a care i don't fuck i don't care about that what i don't like about harry styles is that he's just incredibly corny (laughs) but um and then zane i don't know he's probably not well but uh and then who's the other one taught what's the the one where they had that like theory about he and harry being together yeah i can kind of see him in my mind he's very kiki yeah he is very kiki um, I don't, but I couldn't it, tell you his name. Th- but it looks like Niall, he's, he just, he just seems like he's just happy to be here. <laughs> that is his vibe. Yeah. He's just happy to be here. And I think he's it's like a golden retriever. Mm. And honestly, like in, in, <laughs> I think that's how, if people were to look back on all the pain and suffering of their life and they could go back and choose, Hey, I, in, in chasing whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, if you could go back and maybe just opt in and be a little bit more golden retriever like mm. i think people would do it mm-hmm. but maybe not maybe I, I feel like golden retrievers are really um like boring yeah no exactly yeah okay yeah exactly well i feel like they're just they're just happy to be there <laughs> <laughs> they're just happy to they're be just there. happy to be there okay all right all right do we rude all right all right let's let's Cause I don't want to keep you any longer. And I know Emilio's got to edit this. Okay. Um, do we rude, you know, you got a safe space to be rude about something if you want, or you can address any kind of hate you're getting recently. What's been on your mind? Oh, I didn't really have much for this one. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I don't really understand electrolytes or like what I'm <laughs> supposed to do about them. <laughs> I don't understand their vibe. And I also have been annoyed with cuticles in general. Uh-huh. Um, those are, are you picker? Do you pick? No. Like, they're just always a disaster. And then I sometimes, oftentimes, I see men's hands with, like, their cuticles are really not there. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Hoping I'll get some type of product recommendation. And they look at their hands like they've never even seen their hands before. And they're like, oh, nothing. Yeah. I think it's a it's a masculine trait not to to pick at your fingers. Yeah. But who knows? I don't know. Um anything else? Anybody anybody giving you grief? You wanna talk it out? Um, nothing comes to mind. Do you have okay. any do you uh, yeah, just a quick one because it, tonight it's airing. You know, I think I've kind of i I've come around to kind of hating on succession, I think. I haven't st- wait the new one the last seasons did it start out. though the did tonight the premiere? Okay. starts tonight and yeah you know and I have such like a 
an out there reason why not to like it anymore. Not because it's like everyone loves it and I want to be contrarian, mm -hmm. but I remember when they were previewing it over the last few months with little clips or trailers, every single scene, mm -hmm. these motherfuckers are on the phone, mm. you know? Like they're on the, they're acting on the phone and that's like not a part of the gimmick. You know, it's not like the Colin Farrell movie where he's in the telephone booth. No, they are literally, it's just all mediated over the phone. So I'm I'm glad they're hanging it up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Okay. So yeah, that's my Dewey Rude. I, I mean, I'll still watch it. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, and then other thing. Oh, <laughs> all right. So new face, the new face. Yes. Not the product, the new face, but the concept Liam Payne's new face. Someone asked me recently, they asked me, they go, do you ever, do you ever consider cutting your hair? <laughs> uh, what? And, yeah. And it was kind of funny because I was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. And it made me kind of like, well, they, they pointed out, they're like, oh, because it's kind of been like that for a while. <laughs> Who said that? I'm not, I'm not okay. naming names. I'm not names. But um, yeah, I think uh, kind of going back to my like golden retriever metaphor. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to say to someone. Well the, well, the thing is, it's like, I've thought about cutting my hair. I've thought about like changing up my whole entire look. But that is an indication that something's not well. Listen. Unless, unless, unless I were to go, to go to rehab or something. And I know that's an extreme. What do they, do they mean like buzzing your hair? Like, well, what? you know, changed up the look, you know. But I mean, it's not like you have like giant locks. What are no, they? No, no, no. I think I would think it's just like a new haircut. Okay. A new cut. The thing is, it's like sometimes you get it. Sometimes you just don't want to do that. Sometimes you've kind of really like. I. What do you think? Okay. So th this type of conversation opens up the notion of opt of like, what's it called? Like not, I guess not looks maxing, but the idea of optimizing your look in sure. general. And I've actually thought about this more for men than for women, because I remember seeing just this man with like a really um, pronounced goatee. Like he had made a very distinct facial hair choice. Yeah. And I just had the sense this was something he chose like many years ago. I don't know. He was maybe in his fifties and I was like, he made that choice and then that became who he was. Right. And then that was his look forever. And that's like a huge identifier of who he is. Like it's very specific and it's just really anxiety provoking to think that there's so many different grooming choices at your disposal as sure. a man, just be specifically because of facial hair, but right. you choose something and then you go with that. And that's like your look. Mm -hmm. And most people don't have a professional stylist making that choice for them. So it's just stressful. And I don't know. Yeah. So who would you turn to? You know, like I think about, um, like, trimming down my beard or like shaving my mustache all the time. Yeah. But I know the amount of jump scares that'll happen when I do that. Right. You know, it's like, it sounds like a good idea because you, you know, to yourself, cause you're like, Oh, I'm trying something new. And you know, like I'm giving up on, like on, on an era or like, I'm trying to, I don't know oh, yeah. a lot of reasons for it, yeah. but it's not worth <laughs> it going wrong. You know what I mean? It's really not. So I get it. So you keep kicking the can down the road and, uh, then just ending up look, having a fucking, the same look fucking forever, you know, yeah. like, and that's, that's not ideal either. So 
I think the best way to do it facial hair wise or with hair or anything is either grow it all like kind of just like don't just don't shock people with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you can't just like you can't pull a Liam Payne. You, you, you can't just like walk out there with a new jaw. Like you got to fucking like if I, if I were to like shave off my mustache, I'd probably grow all my beard out long for a while. And then I would short like start trimming it back to where it's all even. And then I would make it like, you know, I wouldn't just. I don't know. I haven't really given it much thought, but I think also sometimes facial hair does it actually, you know, it, it'll, it'll, it gives your face shape. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, say if you don't have a, a like a, a strong upper lip or something, suddenly you do. Right. Yeah. Suddenly you're kiki. Suddenly, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but yeah, that's my be rude, but it's not, it wasn't even that rude. I didn't really care. It wasn't that rude. And I just it- thought about it. I was like, damn, like, is this is this a is this a passive aggressive comment to? I I mean how do you, how do you think it was perceived? I think I think it's a crazy thing to say. I do think that there's a realm in which they didn't mean it negatively. That that maybe they're like a little bit on the spectrum, or they just <laughs> and they just meant because it is a jet that that's a neutral question. It is a like, really neutral question. Have yeah. you ever thought of cutting your hair? I've had there is um also it's kind of like you've had it for a while and it's like huh. I'm, it's because I don't think I'm keeping tabs on people. That's the thing, right? That that's what that's that's like the fear everyone has is because we tell everyone at the end of the day when they're feeling insecure or someone makes a comment or like everyone someone feels like they're being gang stalked that like actually no one's thinking about you ever, right? No, but they're that, waking up every day and they're like, let's see if Evan cut has his hair. changed his hair day day one five nine yeah, of Evan's hair being this way. I don't know why I said it one one five nine. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's a crazy comment. I have a friend who one time um, he said to me, he he uh, <laughs> uh, he said he asked if I had ever considered wearing tighter clothing, which is weird because I like do wear tight clothes sometimes. But it was just like a really weird question to ask. Uh, I think in he was general, like, yo, dog, why you look like Billie Eilish every day? <laughs> But I don't, but, um, I think it's like any kind of neutral comment yeah. question about your appearance is insulting, which is like a weird, yeah, no, it is twist because it, it, those questions are neutral. I remember I did it to Emilio recently and he got really mad at me, but he didn't say anything. What did you ask? I feel really bad. So as he's editing this, hopefully this is me apologizing, but we were at a bar and I didn't like, it wasn't in front of people either. Um, I was just, it was a curious neutral question. Cause he had like his, his headphones around his, um, his neck. Cause he was just like coming from work or something. Okay. And for some reason in my head, I was like, Oh, did he, does he, did he have the headphones around his neck while he was like working the whole entire time? And so I was like, do you work with those around your neck? And he was, he was like kind of insulted by that question. He was like, dude, no. But I thought if, even if like, if he told me yes, yeah. I would have been like, that's kind of sick. Like, I like that. I like yeah, that as a choice. That's, that's a what I meant by it. Really funny example, because it's also not at all a part of his bot. Like that's it. And I totally understand why someone would be immediately offended. Yeah. But it's also the type of thing where when you repeat it back, it's like so neutral. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it is. Yeah. Commenting on, which is funny. I think that's like. Unless you're being profusely uh, like positive about it. 
Yeah, but then sometimes it's like, why are you being so positive about this? Yeah, so my trick is always just like compliment people's jewelry. That's like the safest thing to do because it's separate enough from their body and it's personal. I don't know personal. if that's safe. I know, I know, I know. Go ahead, sorry. You don't think it's safe? No, well, dude. unless it's like a woman with with giant breasts and you're like commenting on a pendant that's like falling right between their boobs. Sure. Then I feel like it's neutral and not part of their body in a way. And it's also like personal. So people feel seen. They usually have a story right, they right. want to tell you about related to the jewelry. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I've made a lot of um, close connections with retail workers by commenting on their jewelry. And you say it, you're like, oh my God, I love your earrings. And people, people perceive it as genuine, right? I was going to say that. Oh, I, you think it's I feel like a people go-to use, trope? What's that? It's kind of a trope, yeah. Damn. Where people are kind of like, they don't know how to say anything nice about anyone at all, so they're going to compliment their jewelry even if they don't like it. I feel like people light up. If you're a talented actress, when you deliver the line. Oh, uh, I thought if you're a talented actress and, you, and, you, you, <laughs> and somebody compliments you. No, okay, I see what you're saying. I feel like I feel like people seem to genuinely light up, but maybe I'm maybe I'm delusional. I don't know. You you want to be able to say something. You do. Sometimes I'm a little like. I think it's because I'm afraid my comment on any any anything appearance like yeah is going to come off wrong, even if it's neutral. I just like shy away from it. Right. Or you're like left in a conversation you're going to get bored with pretty quickly. It's like, oh man, I love your shirt. Like, where, like, yeah. You know, where's that? Where's that from? And then they tell you this whole story. You're like, all right, chill. You're I like, <laughs> like, I, like, I didn't ask that much. I think if you're gonna say something about someone's appearance, if you're gonna say a compliment, if you say something really specific, it's sure. not creepy, and it's like you saw you saw what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I like the way you, uh, I don't know layered the the those bracelets um oh yeah yeah it's like it looks you talk about their intentionality yeah that's good it's good it seems like a stylistic choice right yeah not just uh an afterthought i don't know the hair thing reminded me of a dewey do that i have all right let's get to them let's get to the dewey do's and don'ts okay so I have three Dewey Do's and I gave them little titles. So the first one, which reminds me of the hair, is called um, iCal, like iCalendar. Hello, it's me, which is this is my new thing of putting notes in my iCalendar. Wait, is that the word iCalendar? Yeah, Yeah, iCalendar. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's the term. Um, They're little notes to myself that can be like prayers for my future self or manifestations or notes or reminders for like, let's say that I cut my bangs in a way that I don't like. I can put a little note like three weeks from now to myself from my past self being like, Hey, you can be so grateful right now today that your bangs have grown out. Like you might not have otherwise thought about it, but like three weeks ago, you looked terrible because your bangs were all fucked up. And now, so you're like creating this little opportunity for gratitude for yourself in the future. Um, or you can like, you can put a little prayer, like, please God, let me like <laughs> be in love on this, by this date. And you can just like put a little date in the future. Yeah. It's nice. I, it's very, it's very whimsical. It's like, it, it brings, 
it does something like a it's a it's a playful way of addressing time. It's yeah, it's yeah. gamifying um your life to me cuz cuz I talking I think, to your future and past self. Yeah. You put a little alarm, put a little alert. Yeah. And uh I think it's it's a way to to stay to stay connected to um your manifestations. Okay. So that's right, I'm into it. Yeah. First one. The second one is um oh, figure out what country your boobs are from. This is what? for ladies. <laughs> um so there was this lingerie store in Toronto called Avec Plaisir that I went to years ago. And the woman was like fitting me for a bra and she was like, Okay, you have she was actually wrong, but she said I had Italian boobs and that I would be like best wearing um bras made in Italy. Mine are actually French and there's this brand like Simone Perel that is perfect for me. But anyway, everyone has a specific country that makes a style of bra that's like probably best suited for them. Okay. Okay. And so it's this idea of like different structures. I don't know. I think that's something that I'm always amazed by is like the power of a bra if it like fits correctly and most don't. So figuring out your country of origin okay. is really helpful. It's, it's, it's wild. She's just able to like visually 23 of me, your boobs. Like, yeah, that, that's basically what she's doing. She's like, Oh, I, I know, I know which country is going to suit these. Well, Italian. I mean, it was a flattering idea. The last one is um, glycerin suppositories. Do we do glycerin suppositories? If you need some kind of um, constipation relief, <laughs> glycerin suppositories are the safest, best tool. My sister is a doctor and she says that they use them on babies. So that's my, that's my third. Look, look for that ingredient. Yeah. Very skincare related. Oh yeah, your gut health is everything. Yeah. Uh, mine are gonna sound so not thought through, okay. but I'm gonna do it. All right. Uh, related to our episode that we just had, do we do uh, uh, you know, hate watch or 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 just watch Succession tonight so you can keep up with me? Uh, oh, here we go. Do we do? And here's here's a cheat code for the fellas. If you're if you're if you if you want to bait your crush into into sliding into those DMs, just take a photo of yourself and a water bottle, <laughs> and she'll be there. Um, I'm gonna make sure it's a store bought water bottle. You can't n- nothing reusable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be a hero. Uh, you know. And then uh, do we do we don't don't address the elephant in the room with your 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 extremely tall friends stop 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 talking about how tall they are don't ask about basketball yeah that's it those are my dewey do's and don'ts my dewey don'ts are one that i'm so sick of is people santal shaming like oh i, I, I like actually, this i like how the pendulum's swinging back to santal love i have always thought that we should consider lilabo as we consider like a white crew neck, it's like the white crew neck of sense. It's just a good basic. Like you don't have to talk Damn. about how common it is and how it looks, smells good on everyone. Like, right. yeah, it does. And that's actually fine and great. And we can celebrate that and we don't right. have to stigmatize it. Well, I think it's, I think the reason why people stigmatize it is because it's a whole like crop of people now know about it and which is, which is fine. fine. It's fine. It's, it's okay. 
And people and that, layer yeah. Yeah. the Labo scents with other scents. Like it's it's a it's a base. It's a good basic. You can layer it with other things, or you can wear it on your own, and uh, it's fine. I think it smells objectively good. I just don't know how some people would just be like they would smell it, and they would convince themselves that it's bad. You know what I mean? It's like, don't you just kind of like what yeah. you like? Like, doesn't your nose I mean, accept what's pleasing it? I don't know. Like, Some people will say that it triggers bad memories because they have like associations with like, what, with like fuck boys or like fucking like, yeah. like a bad, bad night at the, the standard or something. But I say yeah. make new memories. Yeah. My second do we don't is, um, changing mediums when you are communicating with someone on the phone. So it's like, if you, there's something so that's so violent that has happened to me, which is where you'll be in the middle of texting someone or yeah. And and then they'll call you in the middle of texting or they'll FaceTime you, which is unbelievable in the middle of texting. You Okay, I generally actually say do we don't FaceTime period. Like I just I never want to FaceTime anyone. Sure. I love calling people. I love talking on the phone. So you can call me, but you can only raw call me. You can't be in the middle of texting someone and then suddenly call them because obviously you both know that you're at your phone and so you have no reason to not pick up. It's just it's just very violent. Sure. Um, yeah, so. I think I think that's good advice. I think unless it's like an emergency or something. Yeah, but like you're already texting. I don't know. Yeah. I said, do we don't change mediums? Don't change mediums. That's that. All right. Well, that well that 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 concludes our episode for today, everybody. Uh, if again, if if any of you guys want to see Emilio out on the road, Chicago, or here in New York, it's happening. Also, we're gonna be doing some events later. Uh, in, in, a, in a couple, in either next month or the months coming, and uh, I don't know, not, no, no other housekeeping. Mm. So, you anything you want to? Oh yeah, goddamn. Do we do read worn out? Yes. Yeah, so Spike magazine. It's now I switched it to quarterly so that I have more time to do other stuff. But there's going to be an April one that might be. I might actually be doing that that fedora thing. Oh hell Mexico yeah, Mexico thing. I might. You know, do you think, all right, all right, tease it a little bit and maybe this will just be like a okay. light, nice little cute thing to go out on. Like fedoras, just <laughs> never good or no, or sometimes good. Cause I was thinking the other day, yeah. this isn't a fedora, but I saw, it was like, I, it, I was, I was taken aback. I thought these men didn't exist anymore. Like the fedora thing is like its own aesthetic, mm-hmm. but I saw a man with one of those pilgrim hats like you remember, remember, remember when yeah. the whole entire era of like the Virgil Abloh fashion pilgrim hat? Mm-hmm. That was insane. Like that was wild, right? Like that was that was not good. I don't hats are like I think I almost prefer like a Justin Timberlake <laughs> two thousand and three fedora over over like a, a big ass pilgrim hat. I'm trying to look up. The hat. I, hats are tricky in general. I think. Um, yeah, I don't I know. I think we're just gonna have to wait wait until till your. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> your piece is out. This one is like I wish I could have made it. I got invited to a bespoke 
pop up for a celebrity hat maker fedora collaboration at a resort in Mexico. Um, but then I was looking up the celebrity hat maker and I'm going to, I have to show you some videos of this guy. Honestly, he's turned me on to fedoras in a new way that I never expected, but it's like, I mean, yeah. I, I think they could go back. I think especially like with the whole entire, you know, I don't know what wave of indie sleeves we've got going on, but like, you know, there's something, there's something that signals a little hedonism with a fedora. Yeah. And I think. It's kiki. It's kiki. All right. Yeah. It's definitely not boba. No. The booba. Bil- booba. Booba. <laughs> These fucking Teletubby ass words. Um, all right. Well, that, that concludes the episode. Until next time. Goodbye.